Hello again, my esteemed audience. This story is still at its beginning, the quest not yet begun, but I hope that you will find the prelude worth it. After all, no hero has ever won a battle without food in their stomach, a whetstone in their pocket, or a map in their pack. I hope that this chapter finds you well, as our own protagonists wrestle with the struggles set before them and their fears behind them. There's fire on the mountains and coin in Marin's purse, and as the dawn escapes the horizon of our tale, let us see Sabincott perhaps just one more time. This is Blood Gold. When we last left off with the Blood Gold story, Marin had... I exited the house. Exited the house, that's, yes. Yes, that's exactly where we left off. A lot had happened before then. Yeah, I was like, you yeah. should You should go back and listen to that episode and then just, I exited the house, so now we're here. I'm outside of the house. You don't want to do a little bit more backgrounding? When you play a video game, does mm. it give you like a quick highlights of your last session so that you know where you left off or do you just show up outside of professor oak's house more video games in my defense more video games should tell you where you left off (laughs) that would be helpful because the number of rpgs i've played that i've had to give up on after 50 hours because i put them down for a week and picked them back up and had no idea what i was supposed to do yeah is too many rpgs yeah Diana, what happened last... Just in just in a quick <laughs> summary, what happened last session? The kobolds found out that I was the person they were looking for. They asked me for help. I am helping them. And they told me that we need to GTFO, like, immediately. And I was like, nah, nah, bitches. I have a farm with animals that need caring and tending to. I can't just dip now. Mm-hmm. So I went to Fazela's house, the, he- the healer. Elder. Elder. And I asked for some help from her. Mm-hmm. She agreed to help me. And now I'm standing outside of her house. <laughs> and I'm doing like the video game like dance side to side. The idle animation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> side to side. My arms are like weird angles and I'm just like bouncing. If we just leave Marin there long enough, will she like look at her watch and tap her foot and like look at, look at the camera and be like, what's up? What are we doing? <laughs> Like, yeah. Like, yes. Like Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. So you found out that Akraya and Sorel had fled the mountain looking for you after a dragon and her wyverns attacked the hive. Uh, and they are worried about the wyverns following them, which is why they kind of want to get moving quickly. You're not going to remember this name because it's a very long name. They are asking you to take them to the island of Pongip to the north, where the hive of a worm named Bathanildrion lives. I remember all of those names, she said sarcastically, because she does not remember any of those names. (laughs) They'll be familiar to me one day, but right now they're not familiar. You you could. (laughs) Notes would be helpful. I am 
creating a human being, so my brain doesn't quite work as well as it did. Listen, but. we have an audio record. You don't need to take notes. It's fine. <laughs> we, we just go back and we listen to what we've I did doing. know I was supposed to go to an island, so I'm not wrong. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. Uh, and the last thing that Fazela said to you was that she want, she recommended and requested that you visit the hedge witch outside of the town of Bondu. Yes, that was where we left off. Marin has left the room. She left the kobolds at her farm. And uh, we now see Marin doing her little idol animation outside <laughs> of Fazela the Elder's house. I told them that we couldn't leave right away because we had to de- we had to get supplies and I had to get ready. I had to get my farm ready, basically. Mm-hmm. So after meeting with Vizela, I got my farm sort of situated. There is somebody who will hopefully be checking in on my animals and making sure I don't starve any innocent creatures to death. Um, and now I have to go into town and do a little shopping because now I have two tiny kobolds who are idiots who brought nothing, and I have to prepare them for a very long journey. They didn't bring nothing. They have some things. They have very little things. They have very few things, and I have to get them ready. The one has a sword with a broom on it, Zachary. It's not helpful. (laughs) So I think I am going into town. And I don't do that often, so I think, in general, I'm getting a lot of stares. And, like, as I'm walking by, you know. Yeah. The energy in town has been uh, weird lately anyway. Um, People have been afraid to go into the woods because of um, the the burning on the mountain. Right. It's been kind of weird. Everyone's kind of on edge. And then yesterday you showed up with two kobolds, uh, gold kobolds of the Andite Mountain, uh, that's been on fire. So everybody's kind of like wondering what's going on, what is happening. Everybody's kind of on edge and people are kind of scared of you in general anyway. Right. So there's, uh, yeah, there's definitely a kind of weird energy as as you make your way to the market. Uh, Sabincott has a, uh, has a pretty decent small uh, market where merchants come in from the surrounding towns to to trade wares uh there's some merchants who uh are like permanently set up in Sabincott. this is not this is a pretty small town so the pickings are kind of slim yeah but in general the necessities that one might need should be easily found so um looking at the inventory that both okraya and sorrel have i think that okraya and i think i would have seen this right like before I left, I would have done inventory of my own things. I know what my own things are. And then I would have done inventory of what their things are so that I can make sure that we're prepared for this journey. Mm-hmm. I think Akraya needs a water skin. So I am going to buy one water skin. And I'm trying to think, would there be like a general store or would I have to go to like the tanner? I think you'd have to go to the tanner for okay. that. And if there's anything else that you want from the tanner, yeah. that would be a good time to think about that. So that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, so I'm going to go to the tanner for a tent for myself and a water skin for a Kraya. Uh Yeah, the... Um, I don't. Well, would the tanner be set up in the market or do you think the tanner has his own shop? I bet that there's like a little stall 
you know, like in a market. Set up in, in the... And then there would be like a shop for like bigger things and maybe more personal things. Ooh, okay, yeah. So let's say um, the tenor's husband, Afio, has a small stall set up mm-hmm. where he is selling some of the general goods from their bigger shop that's kind of like on the outskirts of town. They have like, they tend to livestock and they tan leather. Um, and in the mornings, Afio takes some of the goods and takes them out to this stall. Like some of the more like requested common needs goods. Yeah. Uh, takes them out and sets up a stall with the rest of the morning market. And yeah, you find Afio. He's kind of this uh, sort of jovial looking man with a big uh, mustache. And he is uh, kind of, he's talking to an, an older woman uh, looking over, I don't know, what's a, what's a general purpose leather piece? Like a backpack or a satchel yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Probably a water skin, like something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I like, I think like a satchel. Or a saddle. I was thinking a saddle, but then I like, yeah, no, I think no. this is, I think it's like a satchel. It's like a, a, a travel bag. Yeah. Um, and he sees you and he kind of looks up and he goes, hail Marin. It's good to see you. Hello. Are you looking for another uh, um, rain for old Osmer? No. Unfortunately, today I am looking for a water skin and a tent. She sounds very sad about this. Oh, all right. Well, uh, and he, he like starts sifting under the Table. stall. Yeah. yeah. Pulls out a water skin really quickly. And he's like, what, what kind of tent are you looking for? I just need essentially something to protect me from the rain it does not have to be pretty and it doesn't have to be a tent like a just a large hide would be fine for me but i need something to protect me from the rain the elements all right uh well let me let me see what i have here he starts like sifting through his stuff and he goes let me ask you this what are you looking for are you looking for something that's going to be waterproof or something that's going to keep you warm oh waterproof Waterproof? Okay. He, pu- he puts the thing that he was pulling out yeah. away, and then he he, he starts <laughs> to do. This actually might do you better. It's a uh, it's a saurian hide. Um, it's very thick and wide, and the water just runs off it like water off a duck's back. It's not as thick as we have a, um, a thunderback hide as well that my husband got in the city, but that's going to be really warm but not do you very well. In the wet. This, though, little thinner, but very good for the rain. Where are you, where are you traveling to, Marin? I don't think you've left Sabincott since you arrived. I have not left Sabincott since I arrived. Just going on a journey, paying back some old debt. Mm-hmm. This sounds like the perfect tent for me, though, or the perfect hide for me. And then he's going to think very carefully about how much this all costs. <laughs> He's going to think a lot about it. Is it is it something around the ballpark of 120 coin? Is that what it th- that's that's what Marin expects a tent to cost? Mm-hmm. Maybe a tent that's big enough for 3 people. Mm-hmm. That's not fancy and doesn't have bells and whistles. <laughs> well, so I'm going to make an argument here, mister. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, a normal tent by the inven- the standard inventory's measures, right? Mm-hmm. A normal plain tent holds three people, and it doesn't say anything about being waterproof, okay? Okay. 
I'm not looking for one that holds three people. I'm essentially looking for a small tarp that's big enough for one human person Mm -hmm. and is waterproof. I think those things cancel each other out. I think it should cost the exact same or less. All right. So, yep, the the tent, this uh, this hide's going to cost about 120 coin. And the water skin will be... Is it about 30 coin? Sure. Let's say 30. Okay. (laughs) Marin came prepared with average costs. (laughs) Um, So all told 150 coin. Is this it? This is all you need? From you? Yes. All right. Well, uh, if you think of anything else, let me know. I'm sure we could find something to help you out. Thank you. You've always been a wonderful tanner. Bye. And then she leaves. <laughs> she wanted to thank him. Very natural. Yes, very natural. She wanted to thank him. And I was trying to think, well, Diana was trying to think if it would be like a sort of sincere moment. But I think Marin is very uncomfortable in these situations. So I do think that's exactly how she responds. <laughs> it okay. has been a long time since she's been good at social interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I am going to, this is a GM question. Yeah. So one of the items that I have is utensils. Mm-hmm. Nowhere in the general items list mm-hmm. does it say plate or pot. Hmm. Can I assume that that is like a plate? Part of the utensils. Like part of the utensils? Yes. Or do I need to go out and like specifically buy some sort of pot? Because how do you cook... How do how how do you cook without at least a pan? A uh, a uh, one a pan. How do you how do you not how do you not have a pan? It's not on here anywhere. What's the size for the utensils? One, but it but then the thing next to it just says fork, spoons, etc. of ver- various materials. Like that's not helpful. Is there not cookware? I don't see it. Yeah, let's add cookware. Let's say that um, let's say we need cookware. It needs to be its own thing? Yeah. Like a separate thing? Yeah. And I'm wondering, what do you think? So the item sizes are three means that it is, that it fits in your hand, or no, one fits in your hand, three can be held with one hand, and five must be held with two hands. Yeah. So if we were to say general cookware. See, I'm thinking of like a small frying pan with maybe a lid. You could boil water in that. You could cook with that. Like... You know, like those smaller cast irons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's probably what they had back in the cowboy days, right? Or like a small pot, like a really small pot. Mm-hmm. But you would need to eat out of something. Yeah. Like, what is what is the use of a fork if I don't have anything to stab the fork into? Mm-hmm. So I think cookware <sighs> would be size three. I agree. I think that makes sense. Um, and I have no idea how much it's going to cost, so you might want to find somebody who can tell you. Well, here's my question. Because it wasn't on the items list, we didn't think about it before. But now that I'm preparing to leave for my journey, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it. I have stuff in my house. Remember, I said I had enough stuff and I, oh, yeah. I kept some stuff. Is this something that I would have? I'm leaving this to the GM. You can tell me. Is this something I would have... Would I have gotten rid of my travel cookware... When I got to the farm. I feel like I would believe Marin would hold on to her camping cookware before I would believe that she got rid of it for, like, settled down home cook. Like I agree. 
Marin doesn't seem like the kind of person to me that when she settles down, she upgrades. Right. I agree. I agree. So, I, yeah, we could say that you still have your old uh, cast iron. Is that cheating somehow? Yeah. All right. So now here begs the question. I've got two kobolds who did not bring anything to eat or eat with. Not in their not in their inventory, and it was very clear they did not prepare because when I fed them food, I made them eat out of a pan or their hands. Was it bread? No, it was bread. Yeah, you gave them a bread. I, I, I made them eat out of bread. That's all I had. So, <laughs> do I have to buy them plates? <laughs> because I wouldn't necessarily have to buy another pan, but I would have to buy more bowls. That's up to you. All right, I. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to buy bowls. I'm going to buy like tin bowls. You could put those over the fire if you Mm. needed to, but you can also just eat with them. You could also scoop water. Tin bowls actually would be quite useful. Okay. What what other stuff are you needing? So I want to buy a little bit more ration, a little Mm. bit more food, utensils, and tin bowls. And so my thought is either some sort of general store or a tavern Mm. because a tavern might have... They'd at least had the utensils and the food. Yeah, let's let's do a general store. I'm really sad that I used up Afio already. I feel like <laughs> I should have held on to that character for something more important. There's going to be another. There, in like 20 episodes, we'll have an Afio clone so that I can <laughs> bring him back in. I mean, Afio could be the... We don't need to name Rage, these characters. One... Yeah, don't name them. We don't need to name these ones. You don't care about their backstories. I also don't write down their names, so <laughs> it's fine. Because, okay. I'm trying. Listen, here, so. You're trying to paint a world and it's I'm beautiful. Tr- yeah, right? It's so a beautiful world. I feel like Ryutama lives and dies on the whimsy that you bring to the narrative, right? Yeah. Yes. So, on the one hand, I want to give every character life and bring whimsy to every character. On the other hand. I'm going to talk to a lot. I got really attached to Afia and then we spent <laughs> three minutes with him. And now I'm like, well, that was a waste of an Afio. <laughs> I mean. Isn't there, isn't this like a trope in many video games where there's always like the same person in the like, same a ta- like in a town? So for, for a half second, I did think that about having you go to the general store and it being Afio, but. <laughs> but it's Afio Lee, his twin, <laughs> exact same personality. Everything's the same. No, no. You go to the general store. It's a little shop that is um, like on the, the morning market street and it just has general supplies. It's it's just, a, it, it's a general store. They buy stuff from out of town and stock it. Right. Uh, it's run by an old married couple. Very sweet. And yeah, they have what you need there. Okay. Um, tin bowls, utensils. You're not buying more cookware. No. You got cookware at home. Yep. I just need... Two or three, two, two tin bowls. Two tin bowls. Did you say you also wanted to buy more rations here? Um, If rations are available. What you looking for? What you want to eat? Well, okay. So air quotes, rations mm-hmm. is like jerky, cheese, dried fruit, bread roll, nuts. I'm basically looking for jerky and nuts. I would take all of those if they're like, here's a box of rations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm looking for, like, easy food that will fill you and meets your nutritional needs. Because yeah. that's what Marin would buy. I think they have, I don't know, what's the, what's the f- magic fantasy? How do, they, how do they store their rations for shelf life? Salt. 
But that's real life. <laughs> um, well, jerky's already preserved. With salt, isn't it? Or cooking? Dehydration? You smoke it. Don't You dehydrate it. You are asking the wrong person. I don't eat jerky. You dehydrate jerky. jerky, dry nuts. But then, like, how do you... If you're, like, transporting it and you have it into the general store, I guess they would just have, like, barrels of nuts, right? And you would just yeah. put them in a bag. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or, like, animal bags. This is going to be real gross. Like, bladders. Yeah, yeah, Or, yeah. like, stomachs. You might use those to, like, carry things. Yeah. Like sausage. <laughs> like, a, like a sausage of nuts. Yeah, I think so you would have little like carrying pouches that you can just like fill up. Yeah. Um, with like this barrel of 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 nuts. Yeah. Right? They have, so there's a barrel of nuts there. That's how I there's, buy my olives. There's like hanging jerky yeah. that's just kind of like you, it's just out. Yeah, because that's how that works. I know. It's like a Portuguese store. I know. The one time we went to the Portuguese grocer and... Wait, and... In Newark? Uh, yeah, in yeah. Newark. And um, there was, like, and I know it's it's not that it's unsanitary. It just, like, struck me because I've never seen fish. In cardboard boxes in the middle of aisles. Yeah. Yep. If you're not used to that, like, if you're someone who's very used to only seeing fish ever stored on ice in a refrigerated section, usually covered with plastic, yeah. to see, like, just fish stacked up in a cardboard box in the middle of a warm aisle to be fair it's not just general fish it's cod it's salted beyond yes. belief codfish it will last you forever it's essentially jerky it's fish jerky yeah it's salted fish jerky in these large very large cardboard boxes in the middle of aisles and then next to them is big big fat barrels of olives where you just take a hand or a scooper, and you just scoop them out. This is what I'm picturing, but with nuts and jerky. Yes. Yep, that's that's pretty much it. Yep. yep. Go to a Portuguese grocer, guys, if you get a chance. It's gross, but you will find the Portuguese version of Starbursts, and they're great. It it wasn't gross. It was just like, it was just... No, Portuguese grocers are gross. It, no, it wasn't gross. It was just, it was because I'm just not used to it. It was like a weird... I'm not talking about the fish, and oh. I'm not talking about the olives. Anyway, yes, barrel of nuts, some jerky. I'm buying some jerky. I'm buying some nuts. Gotta get that trail mix Mm -hmm. for when you're on the trail. Yep, yep, yep. Rations are 10 gold. Each. Each. Yep. And you're buying three uses? Yes, I'm buying three. As well as more utensils, right? Yeah. Two more utensils? So that's another 20. No. One more set of utensils. I have a set of utensils at home. I have, I already had a travel set. So you're buying one more? I'm, yep. Okay. One set of utensils. So that's another 10. Yep. So that's 40. And then the tin bowls, which aren't on here, but perhaps they are, I don't know, 20 each? Um. Let's say, let's say another 10 each. Okay. So 20 total. Yeah. Okay. I'm racking up a debt for these damn things. <laughs> My poor money. I'm sorry. That's okay. How much money do you have left? I still have money. I'm. I just know how m- I have. I haven't done a subtraction of my total. I've just done a addition of my total. If mm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Okay. She's gonna make these kobolds pay for it somehow. <laughs> Some way. She's paying back a debt. I know. Do you know how to get to Pongip? How old is Pongip? Pongip is 
very old. So I would have a general idea because I traveled a lot in my younger years. Mm, yeah. So I wouldn't necessarily know the exact route that I'd have to take, but mm-hmm. I know what the next town I'd have to hit is. Okay. And I'd know what direction I need to start going in, and then I can get directions in that town. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because compasses are too much money right now, and I don't see map. Oh, uh, we, would, we would figure out. I know. A map. I know. Um. Which is, but I think she would know which direction she needs to head into Mm -hmm. and what town she needs to go to. Like, in truth, she could probably make it about halfway there without adding too much time just by guessing because she knows the general direction she needs to go in and and how she generally needs to get there. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? So Marin would know that there are, that she needs to go north. Yeah. Uh, There are three roads out of Sabincott. One goes northeast towards the town of Foxstead. One goes northwest towards the town of Selvereer. And one goes slightly southwest towards the town of Bondu. Okay, but I need to go north. Yes. Uh, do Would I know that I need to go northeast or northwest? Um, generally northwest. Okay, so then I'm going to go to the northwest town. Okay, so if you go to, if you take the road to Selvereer, you will you will not pass Bondu. Right. I never said I was going there. I, I just said if I passed it, I would go. Okay. That's, that is in the exact wrong direction. It's a little, it's about. Towns are about a day or two apart. Yeah. So that's an additional four it's possibly an additional four days to my journey it it would take you a day or two out of the way it would take you a day or two out of the way yeah no i'll head it up on the way back okay listen i would like to go diana is curious diana no listen this Uh is real this is the real this is the real challenge with playing role-playing games right like i am curious and if i were playing a video game i would do this because a video game character is not a real character and I can do whatever I want. But this is a role-playing game and I'm supposed to put myself in the head of my character, correct? I'm supposed mm-hmm. Right? So why why would Marin do that? Why would Marin go in the wrong direction? That's fair. If it was clear that that would save me time mm. or wouldn't add any time, yeah. then I would probably go. But I know going in the wrong direction is going to add time. Mm-hmm. So why would why what incentive does Marin have to go there except that an old lady asked her to maybe stop by? That's right. So I'm real curious and I have a feeling that not visiting this hedgewitch is gonna stop me from having some magic potion that I need to defeat the boss. I would not <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, I'm not going to I make think there's a... going to be a disadvantage to not going, but I just don't know. What the advantage would be. I don't know what Marin's advantage is. That's totally fair. Because Diana's super curious. I don't know. Am I wrong? Is that not no, like... No, that's totally legitimate. That's always how I've tried to play my role-playing games. Like, yeah. I am this character. What would this character do? Yeah. Listen, if I really felt that you... If I said, if if I felt that you had to go there, I would have made Bondu... One all, of those towns. Directly on the way. Right. It's a little bit out of the way. It's about a day or two's way out of the way. Yeah. Fazela asked you to go there. She said it would be. She said she thinks it would be good for you. Yeah. But if Marin doesn't see any value in taking Fazela's advice, that's totally legitimate. If you had to go there, I would have put it directly on the route. Yeah, I think Marin thinks about it, but she's just like, 
it's going to add too much to this journey. Totally fair. Maybe on the way back, though, because then she won't have the kobolds. Yeah. So that's her thought. That's her thought process. I mean, yeah, she's she's probably going to die. But on the way back, because she won't have the kobolds. Thank you for joining us for Heart Points. I am your husband and GM, Zach. And I am your wife and player, Diana. And this is episode four of the Blood Gold campaign. How are you doing, my darling? I'm doing really good. Yeah? Or well. I don't... My principal was an English teacher, and she always says well. And I always notice it because I always say good. Superman does good. You're doing well. Exactly. And I always say good because that just feels more natural. But I always feel like she's slightly judging me when I say well. When she says well, listen, it doesn't matter. The answer is I'm doing fine. Grammar is a colonialist construct, and I don't care what you say as long as it is that you are happy and healthy and good. Yes. I am all of those things, I think, personally. Um, Yeah, I'm doing well. I just cannot breathe. Welcome to the last trimester, the last month of pregnancy. There is no breath. You know what's... Like, super fun. Not breathing during the coronavirus? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Are we allowed to say it? Should we acknowledge it? Should we pretend it doesn't exist? What? I I don't know. The epidemic that's happening right now? Yeah, we didn't really talk about how we were going to handle how terrible everything is on the podcast. Well, because this this episode is going to come out much later and we don't know what the state of the world will be then. Oh my God, I'm so hopeful that when this episode comes out, this will just be like a fond, like, oh, remember when we all couldn't leave our houses for weeks? <laughs> um, <laughs> as you can tell, I'm handling it very well and have not cried multiple times because I can't leave this house. Yeah. I'm, hey, I'm a prisoner in my own body and house. <laughs> if you're having a rough time right now, you are not alone. No. Um, if it's, it's still going on, because this is, this is going to come out weeks later. Yeah, we need to do a we need to do a campfire pod where we are like positivity posy keeping positive there's lots of things to be positive about there is like real talk there is like outside of personal positive things that are going on like in the world like the the ozone is fixing itself animals are coming back well is it the ozone that's fixing it yeah you gotta be careful about some of these talk of those talking points because they have problematic oh do they yeah we can talk about it off air oh i don't know about that i'm sorry well listen people are kinder i think people are showing their kind side that we sometimes forget about and that is a that is like a a worldwide thing i think that is that is definitely something to keep in mind is that so much fiction about tragedy features everyone kind of going out for themselves Mm -hmm. um but in reality when the world is in crisis the majority of people the majority of everyday people are banding together to help one another yes and i think that's beautiful yeah there's there's a a lot of positivity out there and that is a positive thing so how are you liking ryudaba i actually really like it a lot yeah i do um it's really crunchy in terms of like i need to track my water and my food and i know i've been talking about that just because it's still fairly new to me um, but I do really like it. I like this setting. I like this character. I really like this game. I'm really enjoying this game so far. It's so, I think, very different. It's very different from the Sagaransi campaign. Yeah. And uh, I hope that everyone is enjoying it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I think it's really interesting. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, I get a little bit quicker 
GMing it as we as we get more experience with it. But there is a lot of things. I need to get quicker at figuring out what the fuck Marin does in everyday situations. I think no, I because I, I, I just I spend so much time being like, okay, this is how Diana wants to respond, but how would Marin respond? I spend so much time doing that, so I just need to be a little quicker. No, I think I think you're doing Marin <laughs> justice. I'm trying. Um. So yeah. We're having a lot of fun with Ryutama. I hope you are too. And is there anything else you want to say before we get back into the rest of the episode? I can't wait to breathe again. <laughs> I hope we all can breathe again. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into it. <laughs> but so she gathers up her supplies. She's got her new tent. It's not really a tent. It's just kind of a hide, um, which is fine because that's perfect. And she gathers the rest of her things. She probably actually puts everything in that hide and just like kind of holds it like a like a satchel Mm -hmm. um, and takes it back to the farm where she immediately starts gathering all her resources and starts packing things the way that they need to be packed and getting ready because they're going to leave early tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. So Osmer needs a good night's rest, needs a full belly. Every animal needs taken care of that sort of thing yeah so i'm bringing food i'm bringing two food Mm -hmm. and i was thinking about buying more food in town but i decided against that um but i imagine that the food i'm bringing is food from home i'm 100 percent bringing goat cheese that i made (laughs) okay my own goat cheese yeah uh i think when you approach your farm the goats are out of their stable and Sorel is trying to climb on top of one oh. to, like, see if she can ride it. Oh, good. She's got her, like, she's got her makeshift broadsword, like, tucked under her armpit. And is, like, trying to, like... Like a lance? Like a lance. And she's trying to, like, swing her... She's got her, like, one ha- Her other hand on the goat's horn. And she's trying to, like, swing her leg over the goat's back. And she just kind of keeps kicking it on accident a little bit. And Akraya is, like... Sorel, 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 stop it, Sorel, and and Sorel's like, no, I can, I can do it. Just let me hold on. One, two, three. oh, oh no, oh wait, hold on, no. And the goat starts to like run, and Sorel's like trying to keep up. No, no, wait, hold on, hold on. And she's like trying to wrestle with this goat and trying to like ride this goat. Can I give you wonder points? That's very good. <laughs> That's very good. Um. <laughs> What the fuck does Marin do with that? The other goats are like out in the field, just like grazing. You left when you left, they were in their yes, they were stable. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. I think Osmer's also like out in the distance and just kind of like sees you approach (laughs) and just kind of like goes back to eating. Goes back to grazing. If he could shrug, he would. Yeah, that makes sense. That's exactly what I pictured him doing. Her eyes are closed. No, Akraya, just think we, we could cut down the time. Like, if we just rode these goats ourselves, we wouldn't even, we wouldn't even need her. Look, if I can just, if I could just get up on it, damn it. And Marin, after sighing and closing her eyes and being like, what the fuck am I doing? Why is this a decision that I've made to join with these two? Slowly starts walking to Sorrel and, like, pushes her off of the goat that she's half on. (laughs) And it's just like... What are you doing? Oh, um, 
I thought we could, because you have that big one. I thought that Akray and I could take the little ones, and we could we could ride, to, we could ride the goats to Pongip. First, Osmer is not a goat. Osmer is an antelope type creature. I don't think we gave it a name. I don't think we did give it a name. <laughs> we should probably give it a name. Probably. And I don't ride Osmer, nor do I suggest you try to. Second, this is a goat. You don't ride goats. Sure we can. No. Sure we can. No. Let me be very clear then. You don't ride my goats. Please step away from my goat. And she's like pointing and like... She's not mad. She's just like, what the fuck did I just walk into? Like, what is this scene? What is happening? So she's like pointing, like, get away from my goat now. And then smacks the goat's butt and it starts running towards the stable. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, because she's trained it and worked with it and whatever. Mm So are goats herd animals? Yeah. So if if one starts running. Domestic ones are. If one starts running, would others start running? I don't think so. Okay. So I smack the butt of the one just to get it kind of away. Mm. I think it runs towards the stable. You're the GM. You can tell me. Yeah. But, um, and I'm just like, don't touch my goat. Don't touch any of my things. Don't, don't touch anything. Just go stand on the porch. Uh, And then I wait for her to go stand on the porch. Okay. Uh, uh, All right. And she goes over, and you see her like she like passes by a crate, and she like raises her hands. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and goes and sits down on the porch, and a crate goes and joins her. So I still have my like hide of things, so I kind of just put it down somewhere safe, and I start gathering my goats. Like I don't say anything to them. A crate goes, "Do you want some help?" No. Are you sure? I am positive. That I want no help from you right now. All right. And I continue to gather my goats. Because what? I don't trust them to not ride my goats. Can you ride a goat? Why are you riding goats? Like, that that is what's going on in Marin's head. Like, what is happening? Why are they riding goats? What what if... Did they ride my pig? Like, what is happening? (laughs) Because pigs are big. Anyway. So she gets most of her goats in. She's not going to spend all her time trying to get these goats in right now. Mm She goes back, and um, she doesn't worry about Osmer. Osmer worries about Osmer, and she knows that. Mm-hmm. So um, she gets her sack again, goes up to the porch, and is just like, I got our supplies. We need to start preparing to leave for our journey where there will be no goats. I really think that maybe we should We bring... are not riding goats. We could put a crea on a goat. We're not doing that. I almost got on the pig. We could put a crayon on the pig. I was very close to getting on the pig. Also, the pig got out. I don't know how. <laughs> I am picturing this scene and it's amazing. Marin would not laugh in this situation, but this is amazing. Marin would totally laugh about this later, but mm. in the moment, Mel- but not in front of Sorel. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think she like takes a moment, she takes a big breath, 
does like looks very exasperated, right? Like has all of the signs of being of someone who's like super frustrated with this conversation. Like eyes are closed, hands are together. Like she might even like be bringing her hands to for her forehead or her lips. Like what is happening? We need to prepare for our journey that we are making on foot. I have some supplies for you. And then she walks into the house <laughs> and closes the door behind her just for like a second so she can just like breathe through her laughing and this ridiculous situation that she's found herself mm-hmm. in. And then she starts preparing. So in her house, she like gets the travel pots and pans and gets her utensils and starts packing her clothes. Not that she has any, but starts packing that stuff up. Do you know, fun fact, fun fact about pigs. Mm-hmm. I learned recently that if you let domesticated pigs go out into the wild, like it does not take very long for them to start looking like warthogs. Are warthogs wild? Feral hogs. Are those different? Yes. Okay. A warthog is a specific species of pig-like animal. Ah, okay. Or pig. I don't actually know if ward... Warthogs and pi- domesticated pigs are not the same thing. Okay. I think there is like greater difference than dogs and wolves between warthog. Like you can't domesticate a warthog. Got it. A warthog is more wild than a pig is. Got it. I'm trying to think of an equivalent. I think I get it. I get it. It's like dogs and foxes. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Not dogs and wolves, dogs and foxes. But regardless, if you let a domesticated pig out in the wild and just like let it be out in the wild, mm-hmm. that pig will start to look like a feral pig. Like it'll like it'll start to have like the characteristics of a feral pig. Yeah. Which is crazy. Because you would think that maybe like they'd be different, mm-hmm. but they're not. No. Nah. So. Yeah. Fun fact. So I need, so Marin needs to get this pig because it's going to be feral soon. Mm. I think Akraya comes in and she goes, I I, I sent Sorrel to, to get the, your pig. Thank you. And I think she starts like looking through the stuff that you've started gathering. Yeah. And she's like, um, do you think this will be enough for us to get to where we're going? This will be enough to get us to the next town and where we can resupply as necessary. Uh, very, very good. Excellent. We are very appreciative that you are going to be taking us to Bathanildrion. We are sure that Bathanildrion will um, compensate you for your for your time and, and effort. Marin just kind of inclines her head like in, in, in acknowledgement and um, asks, do you have your things ready? I don't have much. I have some healing herbs and our Lyrion's egg, and that is it. So I take the water skin that I bought, and I go, fill this with water. You're going to need this. She takes it, and she's like, she nods. Where is your well? That's a really good question. Do you have your own well? Probably, um, right? I think I said. I think I said that I had... A water pump and a barrel of water. Oh, I think, yeah, that think sounds I, familiar. I think I did say that. I can't remember. Yeah, I think they saw that, actually. Yeah. Well, and I water the animals. There would be water near the animals. So if she says, where's my well? I say, go to the barn. She Because I know that there's water there and she knows where the barn is. Yeah. Uh, she nods and she kind of scurries out the door and, and heads to fill up the water skin. Yeah. Leaving you alone in the house with a moment of quiet. Where I absolutely start laughing at this ridiculous situation that I'm in. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I think she's just like, oh, what What have I gotten myself into? <laughs> like, what is this? And then she just starts, because she's talking to herself, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I think she starts thinking about her very, very early days of wyvern hunting and potentially, because she didn't start off with her partner. She got her partner later. Mm-hmm. Potentially the early days of her wyvern hunting with her partner as well. But, I, like, she was young, so she definitely made mistakes and, like, was ridiculous and didn't realize that she was ridiculous. And now with hindsight and age, you know, she can, like, look back and be like, that was the dumbest thing I ever did. Why did I do that? That was so stupid. That was a crazy idea. Like, why did I survive that? You know what I mean? I think she's just kind of, like, thinking about her glory days for a lot of reasons. But right now she's thinking of, like, the good ones, the funny ones. Uh, I think as you're thinking about the glory days, you reach down and pick up uh, one of these um, tin bowls and behind it on the table is this spider, maybe about the size of, it's a pretty big spider, um, like full like leg span. It's probably about the size of like a nickel. Okay. Um, it's, a, it's a little kind of jumping spider and it kind of raises up its two front legs and kind of does like a little dance a little bit. Like, uh, like if you've ever seen like spiders do kind of like their um, like threatening or like mating, like little dances things. Like it... I have obviously never seen these things, <laughs> but I believe you that they do this. Yeah. It, so it raises up its front legs and it kind of like does this little like shaking motion to kind of get your attention almost. And it's kind of just like waving its arms in the air. I don't move immediately, but the two tin two tin bowls are in my hand. Mm-hmm. Okay, I keep them in my hand. I keep like a bowl in my hand, ready to cup it if I needed to, like trap it on the table. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't think I move right away. And it's still just doing that. It's yeah. looking at me. Mm-hmm. Like time passes. Yeah. Oh, all right. I cup it. I put the tin tin cup above it. I like trap it. Okay. Would I have paper? No, but I would have, like, a knife or something. Something I can slide underneath it. Like a plate. Yeah. So I do that, and I, I take it outside. I don't squish it. I'm just going to take it outside. Okay. Yeah. Release it out into the wild. Yeah. Do you just drop it on the porch? Not on my porch. Why would... It, it'll just come back into my house. I put it on the grass in front of my porch. Okay. When you put it down in the grass, it's, like, facing away from you. And then it kind of, like, scuttles and turns around to face you. Mm-hmm. And then it lifts its front two legs up and it just kind of, like... Dances this, again? Yeah, it does this little, like, little dance. So this thing had the opportunity to run away from me and then it turned around and looked at me and did this dance. Yes. Marin's a little superstitious. I did say that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So I think Marin takes, like, a step back and, like, starts talking to it. It's just like, what are you doing it just kind of does a little shaky with his little its little arms and it's got these it's got these big it's got these big center eyes that are like kind of glistening like blackish reddish it's just kind of like shaking a little bit it's little mandibles you can see are kind of like going and then all of a sudden you hear Marin Marin I found I found your pig I found your pig and <laughs> Sorrel like is trying to have your pig in a headlock um <laughs> But the pig is just, has... It's a pig? It's just walking normally. <laughs> Marin's, like, or Sorel's feet are kind of, like, not quite on the ground. She's just got this, she's, like, hanging off this pig <laughs> as it just kind of, like, very casually walks towards you. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, Marin, Marin, I have, I, I found your pig. Are, are you sure we can't ride? I, I think this, Marin, Marin. 
So I think Marin is still looking at the spider as she's moving towards the pig. She doesn't move towards the pig. She moves towards the barn. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that there are farm people out in the world who are like really angry at me for not knowing enough about farms. But I assume you keep food for animals in barns. I don't know if that is true, but that is where Marin keeps her food for her animals. Mm -hmm. She keeps it in the barn where she also keeps the animals. I feel like that makes sense. Yeah. Like feed. So she goes to the barn and um, would you keep a pig in a barn? Don't they have pig styes? Don't they have like specific? A pig styes where you feed the pigs. Yeah, you keep them in. You could keep them in the stables with the other. Okay. Well, anyway, she goes in there. She gets some food. She gets whatever treat the pig likes because they will eat anything. Probably some sort of like apple or corn or sweet potato or something. Sorrel kind of like hops off. (sighs) Wrangling that beast is hard work. I think think, Mm. uh, Marin just like shakes whatever it is. Like the apple, you know, like shakes the apple or whatever to like offer it to the pig. I imagine that this pig starts trotting towards Marin Mm. who has the food. Yeah. And I'm just like... Yep, as I'm handing the pig its food. Like, it, I did nothing to wrangle this animal. There's no wrangling. I just mm. fed it, and so it's happy. And the pig eats the little slices of apple or whatever out of your hand. Yeah. Uh, I guess it'd be like a slice of potato or something, right? Yeah. Um, with a very Would I give it a crunch. slice? Aren't pigs or Just big? a whole potato? I feel like I'd give it a whole, out like a, a whole yam. Yeah, it, it like chomps down on that big old yam. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, it seems like farm life is a lot of work. Yep. Do you ever miss, you know, the glory days of fighting wyverns and traveling the world? Not so much anymore, but I have a feeling I'm going to relive many of those experiences on this journey. So, uh, so I kind of like scratches behind her ear and she's like, I, uh, yeah, we'll be, we'll, I'll, I mean, we'll be ready for anything. We'll, this will, we can, we can take whatever soul has cooked up for us. How many battles have you been through? Her, I think her ears droop, uh, and she goes, "Just, just the one." Okay. And how many long journeys have you gone on? Uh, none. Okay. This will certainly be an adventure, and I can promise you, most of us will survive. Uh, I think her ears are definitely like like down. That was one hundred percent like a Marin joke. She specifically <laughs> did that because she thought it would be funny to like see the reaction. Uh, I think Akraya walks in um, because you're at the barn where she was yeah. filling up the water, and she goes, "Sorel, we will be fine with Marin's help. We just need to get to Pongip, and everything will be fine." I think because Marin, like, because that was like a joke. It was really, it wasn't a joke. It was something that Marin said for Marin's pleasure. Mm-hmm. She didn't really care how it affected Sorel. <laughs> Sorel let loose all of her animals and added more work to her day. Uh, she like slaps Sorel on the back and goes, that's right. That's right. And, like softly chuckles to herself as she goes into the barn. No. Yes. She goes into the barn, but then she like quick turns around. She goes, oh, that's right. Sorrel, you need to start preparing for our journey. Gather all your supplies. Right. Okay. We'll we'll do. And uh, then and then Marin turns back into the barn. They slept in the barn, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. She goes into the stall that she slept in with Akraya and just like kind of like gathers her stuff up. Yeah. 
all right, help me with the timeline of this because mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, we sl- we got home the day before, we ate a little bit, they slept, and the next day it was gathering supplies, and then we were leaving that night or the next morning. I think you, I can't remember what we decided. I think you had initially said that you were going to leave tonight. Yeah. Um, if you feel like you need more time, like so. I don't. I just don't know what time it is now. In the day, because I couldn't remember how I had planned this out. You left early in the morning. Um, So so it's it's like midday. Yeah, it's like, it's, yeah, it's like noon, one, uh, like two at the latest. Okay. Um, So we're preparing to leave tonight. That's how Marin is going through her list. Like, mm -hmm. we are preparing to leave tonight. Okay. With some sunlight. Yeah. Because we'll have to camp when it gets dark. So while all these asides are great and funny and I, you know, could walk down memory lane forever, we got to light a fire under our butts. So um, that's why she says that. She goes into the barn. She gets the ant. At this point, most of the goats are back. Uh, Yeah, yeah. All of the goats are back or just some of them? Because I only gathered some of them before I started gathering my materials. Yeah. If you if you want all the goats to be back, we can say all the goats are back. So then are all of my livestock back? Yeah, let's say Osmer trots up. I'm not worried about Osmer because I know Osmer will show up. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I know that I can get Osmer later. Yeah, yeah, you're So off. I'm not as worried about that. Your livestock's back in. Okay. I was more worried about my other animals, like yeah, farming no, animals. No, they're back. Okay. Um, so I make sure that they are well-fed, well-watered. And then I know I know the way to Osmer's heart. I just give him lots of food. <laughs> he's lazy he's a little lazy so you know lots of food and he'll be fine mm-hmm. um so i make that all happen i think if they are still in the barn i go to them and i say meet me at the house and i go into the house because i bought stuff for them that i'm not going to pack i need them to pack some of the ra- like i need them yeah. to pack some of the rations i need them to pack some of the stuff mm-hmm. so um i tell them to bring their things that's what i say bring your things and meet me in the house it for this week uh thank you so much for joining us and i hope that you really enjoyed this episode i know it was a lot of shopping but it was fun shopping i yeah i had fun yeah ryudama was designed by atsuhiro okada and translated into english by matt sanchez and andy kitkowski you can find more at kotohi.com we want to thank Zach B., our editor and producer. If it wasn't for Zach B., you would hear my heavy, heavy breathing because I can't breathe. Um, I keep saying it, but I really don't feel like anybody can understand how little I can breathe. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and if you don't hear long pauses where Diana starts sentences but doesn't finish them, that's also because of Zach B. So thank you, Zach B., for that. We also want to thank In Love with a Ghost for the use of their song, Chilling at Nemo's Place, off of the album Healing. You can find In Love with a Ghost at inlovewithaghost.bandcamp.com. Please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Podcatcher, Podbean, Pod insert end of the website that lets you listen to your podcasts. 
because it helps other people find us and it helps us know that you love us. So do that. I've been getting really into this uh, website called Podchaser. It's kind of like a social, it's a social media site for uh, organizing your podcast and interacting with podcasts and, and interacting with creators. I'm really digging it at the time of this recording. Um, so check us out there. I don't know if in a, like when this episode comes out, if I'm still going to be into it or if it is just a passing fade, but I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And it's, it's a cool way to connect with people and leave reviews. So check it out. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HeartPointsPod. Please follow us and join us for discussion about RPGs and podcasts, and make sure to share us with everyone you know, especially your RPG-loving friends. Speaking of those RPG-loving friends, some of them, or some of you, might already be patrons, so thank you so much to all of our patrons for helping to support the show and keep it going. If you would like to become one of those RPG-loving friends, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash heartpointspod. You can directly support the show and help us maintain it and better it every week while getting some cool rewards like access to our patron-only Discord, a monthly campfire pod, and some other awesome things. Every dollar makes a huge, huge difference. For our Blood Gold series, patrons at our 1d6 HP level will be getting random Pega title. Can I just say this is the first time that I didn't F up those letters? <laughs> I'm really proud of myself. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> uh, this episode, we would like to thank two of our patrons. So thank you very much to Essen Mitra for your support. We really greatly appreciate it. And also thank you to Mark Kennedy. Mark is renowned as the ambitious warrior of the grasses, whose generosity is also much appreciated. Thank you very much, Essen and Mark. Thank all of you again for joining us in our adventure today. We hope that as you return back to the real world that you continue to have a very nice day. But like a very, very nice one. <laughs> <laughs>